This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 683 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today it's Good Neighbor Husband and Wife Team, Nikki and Toby Oliver. And their company is World Championship Taekwondo. Guys, how you doing? Great. Thanks Great, for having Charlie. us. Thank you so much for having us. We're yeah, so and I can see our listeners can't see you. They can only hear you. But if they could see you, they, you guys, my listeners, our listeners would both see Nikki and Toby shaking their head yes when I said Taekwondo. <laughs> again, I, I kept, I kept like, I had to get tutored by Nikki. For the pronunciation of, did a great go job. ahead, say it, Nikki. Say it properly for me. Uh, World Championship Taekwondo. There we go. She says it like a pro, doesn't she? Man, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> and yes, I too am surprised that they're still here and haven't hit the eject button because they're probably thinking, "Oh my god, this guy can't even pronounce a simple word like Taekwondo." What are we doing here? Hey, anyway, guys, fill us in on your company. Let's start there. I got to get off the mic here because I'm totally blowing this. Go ahead. I'm no, no worries. So, uh, you know, World Championship Taekwondo, it's um, it's a business that we created back in 2007. Um, and uh, it really specializes at the time in after school program and summer camp programs, teaching martial arts, uh, Taekwondo, the Korean form of martial arts, um, to kids ages 5 to 13. Um, and then we also evolved it into an evening program for students of all ages. So we have, you know, students as young as three taking programs, uh, classes, and we've had, you know, students as old as I think 65 in our mm-hmm. program taking Taekwondo classes. So it really encompasses all age groups with uh, what you might need uh, in terms of, of learning martial arts or Taekwondo in this case. Love it. Love it. And for our listeners who are going, you know, Martial arts, Taekwondo. Yeah, what is this? Uh, <laughs> you know, for the people like me, can't even pronounce it. You know what? What are the different variations or types? Of- yeah, so um, Taekwondo is a Korean martial art that specializes mostly in kicking. So we do use some upper body mm-hmm. movements, but we specialize in lower body movements. Um, karate, for example, is a Japanese martial art, and it's going to be the opposite, where they're going to specialize more so in upper body movements and less in uh, leg movements. So we're kind of the opposite of karate. But Taekwondo is actually uh, one of two martial arts that's uh, officially in the Olympic Games. Um, So we have grown in so much popularity over the years um, that Taekwondo was introduced as a demonstration sport in 1988 and then an official sport in 2000, and it's maintained its status in the Olympics ever since. So it's pretty popular, especially amongst kids, because yeah. it's very fast paced mm-hmm. and it's very aerial, and they get to kick a lot and kick <laughs> high, and uh, ah. kids eat it up. I'll bet, man. I absolutely love it. Anything we can do nowadays to keep the kids active, right? You know, yes. it's, uh, yeah, so, so important. And that's uh, great. How about your journey into the business? Tell us a little bit about how you guys ended up where you are. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we kind of, we, we met through Taekwondo first and foremost. <laughs> so this is kind of yeah. where we, we came from, but we have slightly different journeys in a sense that I started when I was a kid mm-hmm. um, and I was doing it for self-discipline and, and self-control. And, you know, my parents were like, Hey, let's, let's rein this kid in a little bit. And, uh, so that's how I got started into it. And uh, you were a straight up competitor. Right. So my journey was a little different as far as when I started. I, I went in with the 
the thought of becoming a competitive athlete. Um, uh -huh. so that's what I did. And that was my whole Taekwondo journey. It wasn't so traditional. It was very competitive. And I was blessed to be able to, you know, travel all over the place and, and compete. And I got to see the world basically, which is pretty cool. So it did wow. offer us beginnings yeah. um, to kind of get to where we were now. And at one point we were just kind of like, you know what, it's time for us to give back a little bit and mm -hmm. uh, teach some kids how we do this. And we like to encompass everything that, that I learned and she learned and uh, go hand in hand. So Nikki, I, I can already tell how modest you are. To get, where have you been? Fill us in. We're all wondering. She's probably not going to talk about herself. <laughs> I'll do it for her. Um, so so Nikki is a 2012 Pan American Games silver medalist. Wow. Um, she's a very very successful athlete. She's been through the Olympic Games qualifications, um, but I mean mm. you've probably been to to 25 to 30 different mm -hmm. countries for for competition. Um, from Asia to Europe to South America, Central America. I mean, there was rarely a period where you weren't on the go for competition. Yeah, it, it's it's really cool. And I do that. I think that's why I enjoy what we do so much, because while it's not something for, you know, it, there's something for everybody when it comes mm -hmm. to competitive Taekwondo. I do think it's very cool because it does offer kids abilities to you know, go see these new places, meet these new people, mm -hmm. become more well-rounded individuals because of the culture that you kind of get exposed to, which right. is pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. Which place, if you had to pick one, which one comes to mind and why of the oh. 25 destinations? Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. I love Korea. I, I would go back mm. in time, the people, the food, the, the, <laughs> the food. mostly the food, um, <laughs> the scenery, every, and I mean, the people are just such a welcoming people. Um, and yeah. then uh, Austria and Switzerland were probably some of my favorites as well. Uh, wow. turned, it kind of looked like a postcard. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And then Toby, you mentioned in the beginning uh, about discipline. Yeah. And, and, and tell us a little bit about that, because that, that's something that, again, like keeping kids active, you know, the sure. discipline, not from a, uh, you know, but just it teaches us a lot. So fill yeah. us in. Yeah. So, um, you know, martial arts obviously is, is known for discipline. Um, and and what martial arts and, and Taekwondo, what we do is is we build structure. Um, and mm -hmm. I think that's what a lot of people need is, is structure. And so yes. uh, whether it's from simple, you know, um, how to put your uniform on to how to stand in line and how to how to answer when you're spoken to. Um, these are just general aspects of our Taekwondo class, you know. Uh, so we start with structure from day number one. Uh, and the discipline that it creates for kids is it really enables them to function um, in a school environment, a home environment, because um, one of the things that, that they're required to do from day one is yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Um, and we want to see that carry on, uh, not just in our building, but at home and with their teachers. Uh, and this is some of the rewarding aspects of our work is when we do get to interact with their parents and, and uh, the way our business is set up. Sometimes we do get to interact with their school teachers is to have them say, you know, the funniest thing is um, they always answer me with yes, ma'am or yes, sir. And it's like, well, they better uh, <laughs> what we're teaching. And it's that's expected. what we want them to do. And, and, and yeah. that's just one thing in, in our opinion that the world needs a little bit more respect yeah. um, and a little bit more structure. And, and that's one of the things that, that we really try to provide from, yeah. to the kids from day number one. And how we accomplish that is through consistency. Hmm. There's there's never a moment off of it. We don't get a break in these things, and and so we stay you know diligent and consistent with with all those teachings to ensure that the uh, structure and the organization and the mm -hmm. discipline uh, remain in effect. Yeah, so many great life skills. You know, it, it's mm -hmm. it's what I love about what you guys do, and uh, again, it's so important nowadays. Uh, I mean, and and then the, the 
the nuances like the uniform, right? You know, yeah. it really puts all the kids, you know, when, when there's all that peer pressure and who's got the latest sneakers or God knows what yeah. new fad that's out there. It's like, Hey, we're all the same, right? We're all equal. Yep. And yep. Yeah. And to play on that, actually, it's actually kind of cool because the way that you progress in in Taekwondo is through self-motivation and self-discipline because mm -hmm. of what you learn, how you learn it. Yeah. So the only way to, you know, kind of move up the ranks is to work hard. Like right. there's no other mm -hmm. way you can't buy it. You can't be persuaded into it. It's just the work that you put in as a kid. That is, you know, I think a pretty important skill right. or, you know, lesson to learn. Right. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that we do um, just to close off our off that chapter with discipline is is when a student gets their new uh, their new belt, for example, mm -hmm. they've promoted and they've achieved the next rank. One of the first things we do is we put what's called the respect stripe on their belt. Uh, it's a little piece of of, of tape that we call a stripe. Um, yeah. As long as they're maintaining a discipline, um, respect, uh, and behavior in our school, at home, and at school, they get to keep that stripe. If they lose that at any moment, and it can be taken away from a teacher at school, it can be taken away from a parent at home or an instructor in our, our program, they cannot promote to the next rank until they earn it back. Wow. Wow. And how do they earn it back? How, oh, by, by displaying positive behavior and attitude and, uh, you know, showing that they've, you know, realized where they kind of went astray for a moment yeah. and yeah. You know, to work it back. You can't ask for it back. You got to show us that you deserve it back. Wow. Great, great stuff. How about when it comes to mis misconceptions in your industry? What do you hear that you can speak to? Boy. Oh, geez. You, well, you want to go first? Sure. Um, one of my, I think one of the biggest myths when it comes to any martial art, not even just Taekwondo, but that the biggest one I think is that it's for boys. You know, you hear, you mm. see martial arts movies, especially some of the older ones, and you see it's just men, it's boys, and there's like these long fight scenes and everything. And I think that in Hollywood for a while, or any media really, you see, it's this pre preconceived notion that's not for girls and it couldn't be the more opposite. I mean, realistically, our, we're lucky enough to have a student base of almost balanced boys and girls. And I think it's so important for any female, you know, to be able to defend yourself, to be able to to have that structure and that discipline and that respect, because it really just helps with confidence. And boys or girls, both of them need confidence, especially at young ages. So I think one of the biggest things um, is that notion. I do think that in Hollywood, there is a big shift as of late, there's a big push to have more female martial artists, to have more female stunt doubles. And I'm really excited about it. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I, I would imagine so because there's some pretty awesome ones. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, um, one of my um, pet peeves, I guess, with our industry is that everybody thinks that martial arts and Taekwondo, for example, it's about teaching you how to fight. And mm -hmm. that's just the furthest thing from the truth. Um, will you learn how to defend yourself as a byproduct of learning martial arts and Taekwondo? Probably. But we're really here to teach you how to uh, conduct yourself and avoid confrontation. Mm. Um, you know, we teach kids to walk around with their head a little bit taller and their shoulders, you know, push back a little bit further. And these are things that make them less likely to be targets. So they don't have to end up in, you know, conflicts. Uh, and so they're resolving these potential conflicts by learning martial arts and Taekwondo, as opposed to learning how to resolve these problems with their hands and feet. And yeah. that's the myth that I wish that we could dispel a little bit is, you know, that people think martial arts and Taekwondo is just, I'm going to teach you how to fight. And that's yeah. just incorrect. That's a really good one. Love it. Love it. Very, very helpful. How about when it comes, speaking of 
fighting and, and, and not with fists, but just with life, right? Yeah. You know, when it comes to a life challenge or a hardship, what comes to mind, guys, that, you know, period of time that you were able to get through that life challenge. And now looking back, you can say, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Yeah. So, I mean, it, we, it would happen. yeah, I, I can think of two, you know, two periods of times. The first one um, kind of set us off on a path of success just solely because we had to work so hard. But, you know, mm. the, the, the recession that we had back in 2007 to 2009, uh, you know, housing collapse, et cetera, that was, mm. a, that was a challenging time because we had just started the business. Right. So, you know, that was not necessarily the most ideal time frame for us, but it really mm. kind of taught us how to focus in and, and um, you know, stay determined and, and on the course of success. And, and we got through that. And then obviously the last two years with COVID, um, it forced us to examine our business of how, how are we running? Mm -hmm. How can we adapt? How can we continue to del deliver quality content to our students um, and really provide them an out, so to speak, in a difficult time for them as well? Because we're not the only ones being impacted. Everybody's being impacted. Um, and with COVID, I mean, we ended up doing, I mean <laughs> we went online. We were teaching classes mm -hmm. online for students and we were uploading daily content and mm -hmm. challenges for students via our website so they could continue training. And then, you know, I'm just super proud of it. And you may not even know this, but the fact that we were able to hold a promotional exam uh, online for our students, mm -hmm. individually, student by student, <laughs> we, we did a promotional exam. So that, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. And, um, I'll never forget when we delivered the belt, that one belt to a student that was close by um, and mm -hmm. they were in the driveway and we're putting it in the mailbox as a congratulations because COVID is so new. <laughs> right, we didn't. Right. Yeah, to be honest, I don't know who was more excited to see who, whether it was us <laughs> to see them or them to see us, but yeah. it was just such a neat time for us um, to be able to adapt and mold to the challenges that we were being faced. And, um, you know. in, in hindsight, it was a way for us to kind of like reevaluate, you yeah. know, and really kind of hone in on what we could do better, yeah. what we could excel at. Um, yeah. You know, in the moment, it was obviously a little scary because you're sure. trying to work within, you know, all these new adaptations and everything. Yeah. But in hindsight, I think it was probably what I don't know yeah. the time to look working think, on the business instead of in the business. Yeah, I think it does better in the end, and and. We never saw that coming, and I hope we don't see it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As good as it was for business. Yeah. 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 Oh, so how about outside of the business? What are you guys doing for fun? Oh, geez. Well, I don't know. I, I know they can't see us. And nobody can see us, but you can see us here. And uh, we are huge Notre Dame football fans. So that's the jerseys. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Notre Dame football people. So uh, we definitely in, enjoy that. But uh, I mean, we pretend to play golf. We try. We, we try. We give an A for effort. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> you know, we got, a, we got a large social circle of people yeah. that we were close with. And, you know, anytime we can spend, you know, with the kids, yeah, with I mean, kids, friends, family. Yeah, I mean, that's dogs. just it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> our world is is more about you know the the time and the opportunities we get to spend and the memories we get to create, and that's what really makes us happy. Yeah, good stuff. Now, again, our listeners can't see what's behind you with the jersey, but I can. But I can't quite make them out. Are there specific players that you have up there? What's no. The so, so Notre Dame football boy, this is where Notre Dame gets a shout out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So they play one game a year that's called a Shamrock Series game, and they make a special jersey for that game. Really? Yeah. So we collect that jersey, and uh, we'll we'll hang it up in the office, and you know it's just oh kind of a little fun thing that we got going on. We have a couple. Yeah. 
footballs by some by some <laughs> of our, our friends who were players, but that's yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> now, will you actually go go to any of the games? Do you ever get up there for? We actually go to every game. Um, get out. Yeah, we 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 go to Indiana for for every home Notre Dame football oh, game. My yeah. Lord. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's not an easy place to get to. That's you know, so impressive. It's actually not too bad. Um, you know, you think you got to make quite a few reroutes, but yeah. they do have a direct flight out directs. of Punta Gorda. Yeah, we get there pretty easily. Oh, I wish I'd known that. So, so I'm going to go off script here a bit, but yeah. I got to share it with someone because so last summer, our uh, niece was getting married, Notre Dame. She and her husband now graduates. And uh, so we we flew into Chicago. Yep. Okay. I figured no big deal. We'll just rent a car, drive over the morning of. We go to the car rental place. No cars. Yeah, no big deal. We'll just go to the next one. No cars. No. Oh no. No cars whatsoever. The wedding is now less than three hours away. No problem. You know we'll figure this out. Trains, planes. You know, and um, we call our daughter who's in. Notre Dame at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's what? Where's Notre Dame located? The, South, uh, Bend. South, South Bend. Thank you. Yeah. And and at some point, Barb was talking with her, and she says something about the time, and we're like, "What do you mean, eleven? No, it's it's ten. She says, yeah. "No, no, 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 it's eleven o'clock." Well, what? Yeah. <laughs> so now our three-hour window was yeah. down to two hours because oh, no. we had no idea there was a, t- mm-hmm. a time zone change. So we're like, "Oh my god, what are we gonna do?" So we ended up Ubering. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So for a mere four hundred dollars, you can get from <laughs> you know you can get the airport too. Great spending hundred though because you got to be there. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Oh yeah, I actually. So, I'll never forget that trip. Oh, go ahead, Nikki. Um, not to get too off topic, but I did surprise him uh, with a first look. Our first look was on Notre Dame's field. Yeah. So, so our, so our I, wedding photos, our are on wedding the field, photos yeah. are on the field. We did our um, rehearsal dinner in the box up top. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, did, you, did you guys go to Notre Dame then? No. no. <laughs> people are gonna hear us and be like, "These people." Are yeah, insane. there's something wrong with them. But uh, no, we we just you know we loved it. I grew up watching them on television, and we, yeah. we ended up going out there and watching the game. We just fell in love with the place. It was special. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unfortunately for us, we did the wedding and we left. We had, you know, we ran out of time to see anything. So we'll have to go yeah. back and we'll relax back. and enjoy yeah. the place. So. Oh, my goodness. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to bring myself back here. Um, how about one thing you wish our listeners knew about World Championship Taekwondo? What would that be? You know, I think we've talked a lot about it, um, but what we we try to offer is you know character building life skills you know uh we're gonna we're gonna do that through martial arts and um it doesn't matter whether you're young or old or whether you're you know uh physically challenged special needs um what your profession is uh you know we we really think that martial arts in general our program specifically uh taekwondo um, enables you to accomplish really anything that you might want to do and, and how you can maybe, you know, further enhance your life, whether it's, you know, physical fitness or more self-discipline, more self-confidence. And, you know, self-confidence doesn't always just happen for kids. Sometimes adults need it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, World Championship Taekwondo, our business specifically, but martial arts in general really provides mm-hmm. people an opportunity to uh, improve themselves in all areas and aspects of life. And, and that's really what we want to convey to people. Good stuff. Well, What's the best way for them to get in touch, stop by and all that, guys? 
Um, yeah, I mean, they can stop on in. We are located in the heart of Gateway. Um, our website is by far, it's like my baby. I work really hard on it. I update it every day. Uh, it's www.tkdchampion.com. Um, and I mean, realistic, just give us a call. 278-5425. 278 kick. Kick. It is kick. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Some of us, the newer generation doesn't know how to do the little letters, so I'm just needing to specify. <laughs> um, but we love when people stop in and just come and see us. The best thing you can do is check it out and see if it's something that fits because it's not, I think it's for everybody, but the best thing to do is come see it for yourself. For sure. All right. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure. Best of luck there and go Irish. Go Charlie, Irish. go Irish. Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> Thank you much. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.